You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOFD, you'll be all set when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOFD. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, folks. Welcome to this week's By the Numbers. This is Ken McCusick uh, here with my co-host, Dan Reese. Dan, how you doing? Doing good. wasn't uh, wasn't the prettiest win, but it was a division win, so I'll take it. And uh, this is going to be a crazy week with the short, tight week here. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, already really not loving the injury report, and Calais Campbell now looking like he's going to miss the game. Actually, he's been declared out already. Uh, we don't know about some other players, including Mark Andrews. Uh, Mike, uh, he's listed as questionable now, but he hasn't practiced this week. Yeah, it's uh, it could be. You know, a, a 
a mix of uh, of starters and, and backups on both teams. I know that uh, Tampa Bay's really shorthanded as well. So these uh, these Thursday night games are kind of a mess. So yeah, sure. You definitely want to play them at home if you can. All right, well, I'll go ahead and jump in if that's okay, Dan. Let's do my, it. My first number is eighteen. That's the number of consecutive tackle contributions made by Patrick Queen since his last miss. That was uh, in the Cincinnati game, Q4, 522. Uh, Missed tackles vary by source. Uh, PFF has them at about a 17% career rate. PFR has them at a little under 14% career rate. But in either case, 18% without uh, uh, without missing is a big deal. Uh, looking at his play this year, uh, we've seen much more to directly – affect deficiencies during the season, which I've really been liking. The first the first set of things he really worked on was being on the jugs gun to try and catch the interceptions that were getting dropped. And, you know, that turned around right away, and he, he made his, his second career interception, I guess it was, against uh, uh, Joe Burrow in, in the game against Cincinnati. Uh, and and since then, uh, you know, the, the tackle improvement, has been very notable. He had, he had a, you know, eight missed tackles or so thereabouts in the early part of this year. I'm wondering if, if Zach Orr has been a positive influence through this. So obviously improvement coming during the year, a very big thing for Patrick Queen and uh, stepping up his game in a way that he may actually earn his fifth year option. Yeah, he uh, he played extremely well and not just, you know, kind of uh, lack of mistakes, but a lot of really big plays. I thought, you know, a lot of um, aggressive reads and uh um read and react into the tackles in the backfield he, he was just um he played really well it was really exciting to see and i'm right there with you on uh you know i'm, I'm hoping he's going to make it a tough decision for the ravens <laughs> on year five and uh or maybe maybe not so tough if he keeps it up like this so hmm. um but he, he's been looking great yeah. all right um my uh, my set of numbers, first set of numbers is 3%, negative 19%, and 33.9%. 3% was the pass frequency overexpected on all plays from weeks one through six for the Ravens. So this is a pass frequency overexpected based off of the NFL faster model, uh, based off of a number of variables, you know, the score, position, downs, distance, place on the field, things like that. Uh, so 3% over the expected for the first six weeks. Negative 19% uh, relative to expected on in week seven against the Browns. Uh, week five versus the Bengals was the only other game that they were actually under expected. So it's, a, it's very interesting because historically, or for the last few years, they've been uh, well under the expected for, uh, for pass. But they started this year off around average or a little bit above. Um, and then, you know, week seven, it was a, a drastic shift, um, which I think some of it can be explained because the Browns uh, run defense was very bad. We knew that going in. Um, so I think some of it was the game plan, but, um, but th- this was, it was very drastic. Uh, 33.9% of the actual snaps uh were were pass attempts is how I had it, which is the second lowest by any team in, in 2022. So, hmm. um, you know, it it was a extremely run heavy uh, game plan, and um, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see uh, how it goes, how the offense plays out going forward. 
Yeah, I thought this was a kind of a identity game for the Ravens in a lot of ways. And and uh, the first first series, I was trying to impress upon someone how rare it is to see somebody one single back run three times for a first down on the same series of three plays. But how often do you think that happens? Maybe a couple of times a season, maybe. I mean, it's just yeah, it, not very often for sure. It, it's 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 very rare. And, you know, Gus Edwards, you know, coming back, you pound him three straight times, and and you let him get the first down. That that got the crowd going. Uh, I, I I really liked also, and this this is something that the the Ravens run stats don't show up as as well as they were. But the Ravens ran the ball very effectively when the Browns knew it was coming in that fourth quarter. So when they had that long drive, took them all the way down the field, and ended in Hill's fumble. Um, that drive was first down after first down on the run, and there were only a couple passes on that drive. So a very impressive uh, drive to, to you know, basically jam it right down their throat. Yep, very reminiscent of uh, you know recent years. So, yeah. all right, I've got the next numbers is ten point one, ten point six, and four point five. Those are the yards per target for the Ravens' three most commonly targeted wide receivers. So Duvernay uh, is 10.1 yards per target. He's been the most targeted. Uh, Bateman at 10.6. Those are terrific numbers, by the way. Only I believe there's only three Ravens, make it four, who've ever finished of 10 yards per target or higher in team history. Uh, So with the high ever of of, uh, Mark Andrews in his rookie year at 11.04, uh, but the number three guy is is Demarcus Robinson at four point five. He's had to step in as the X, and that really has not worked out in terms of of efficiency of the pass game at all. He hasn't, you know, obviously he hasn't been the separator you'd hope. He probably doesn't have as many targets as you'd hope relative to his snaps. But the targets he does have haven't really gone that well. Obviously, big disappointment for you because I I thought he would be better based on what we saw in the preseason, based on some of the. Uh, Top of the route wiggle we saw versus some, you know, admittedly pretty bad Washington cornerbacks in that final game. Um, and uh, you know, the other part of this is getting Bateman back is just a huge component to the to the Ravens' offense. That his yak he gives them, um, which is a big contri- contributor to his YPT, is a very big part of the Ravens' offense. Yeah, you could even see, even though I don't think he was 100% this last week, what a what a difference he made on some of those third downs. Uh, you know, just um, as a kind of safety blanket uh, that Lamar was able to find. Um, you know, I think it, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with Deshaun Jackson once he gets up to speed, whether he, he comes in and plays a role. Um, but yeah, Demarcus Robinson has definitely been disappointing um, as wide receiver three in my, I'm right there with you. So. All right. My, uh, my next set of numbers is 34.87 and two, Point two eight. So this is talking about uh, Kenyon Drake week seven versus week six performance. Uh, 34.87 is the efficiency for week seven. So this efficiency is from next gen stats and it's calculated by taking the total distance a player travels on a rush running plays uh, as the ball carrier versus the rushing yards gained. So that means he ran 34.87 yards per like of distance per one yard gained, which is remarkably high. I've never seen anyone have that high of number on next gen stats. Uh, you know, for comparison, the next highest this year that I could find was David David Montgomery with just over eight yards. Um, so it's it's it was crazy to see that stat. So 
Um, for comparison, uh, his efficiency for week six was 2.28. So just uh, it, very different numbers. And some of it was because they were asking him to run outside this week. So a lot of his uh, run plays were outside and none of which broke. So, you know, they were, he was, had a lot of yards to get out to the edge, but then zero, <laughs> zero yardage. So uh, skews those numbers, but um, you know, he, he had a, much worse performance this week compared to last week on rush yards over expected as well. Negative 1.69 uh, rush yards over expected in week seven versus 6.29 uh, in week six. So it's really disappointing to see um, a kind of a big step back in week seven after a fantastic performance in week six. All right, you've heard us talk about liquid death for a few weeks now, but have you started paying attention when you go to your convenience store? Did you notice those strange tall boys of beer, but they're in the bottled water section or they're in a store that doesn't sell alcohol, but it looks like they've got beer? It's because it's not beer. It's mountain spring water from the Alps and it's called liquid death. Why is it called liquid death? Well, because it brutally murders your thirst. It's infinitely recyclable. Tall boy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. Plus, they donate 10% of the profits to every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. And I don't know, for some reason, it seems like the water's always colder in a can rather than a bottle. Plus, you can have some fun with it. I had fun this weekend where I took a couple tall boys of liquid death to coach a little league. You put those right into the uh, dugout with a bunch of eight-year-olds, and you'll get some attention. You got some parents looking. Definitely get some attention. But no, I had to show everyone it's just liquid death. I'm just drinking water in a dugout with a bunch of little league kids. So go get Liquid Death for yourself. Test it. Try it out. You're going to fall in love with it like I do. So go get Liquid Death at your local Harris Teeter or 7-Eleven. Or find a Liquid Death retailer near you with the store locator tool at liquiddeath.com forward slash film study. That's liquiddeath.com slash film study. Those are, those are both per rush numbers, correct? Yeah, all those numbers are per. Yep. Okay. So at least I like the relative level of the two. You know, one's over six and the others, others negative one and change. A tough game for Drake. Obviously, he needs to needs to be better than that. Uh Hill having a bad game at the same time. Hopefully he doesn't, you know, get a scarlet letter for a second fumble here after getting one here in this game. Uh the Ravens really need him in terms of the outside run game desperately need him to to continue to be good and they need someone else to be a third back uh, whether that's Dobbins returning Drake Mike Davis coming back somebody else coming in from the outside of the organization I think Drake right now is still probably the best third choice of the group in terms of getting a few runs but Hill to me is still the best second choice and and I hope they continue to use him that way after a uh the, you know the fumble may uh, hurt his stock a little bit yep agreed all right, a quick one here. 36.5 and 5. The Ravens lead the NFL with a 36, I'm sorry, 36.6 and 5. A 36.6 yards per return on kickoffs. Uh it's a big lead by the way over the over the number 2 team, but they have only 5 opportunities in 7 games. Now, the NFL has a fairly good premium they've put on pooching the ball, which has created more kick returns under some circumstances, but uh, there are a lot of circumstances where teams just say, we're not bothering with it. We don't want the variance of this play. A lot of times you do want the variance. If you're the kicking team, 
and you try and pooch it right to the goal line. Sometimes you make it, sometimes you miss. But anyway, the fact that the, the, the Ravens have only had five kickoff returns in seven games, and they've had a lot of kickoffs to them. Remember, they could have some points this year. Um, that they is really a tip of the tip of the hat to Duvernay and that early touchdown against, I guess, Miami, right, in game two. So teams have gotten used to the fact that, you know, maybe we shouldn't kick it to him. Yeah, I think he's still the only um, only return for a touchdown this year. And, um, you know, it, he, he's been phenomenal in both his mm-hmm. kick return and, you know, punt return as well. And, you know, not just him, the the whole unit, I guess, as well. But um, but what a, what a performance by him. Um, and it's it's absolutely like like you said a tip of the hat to him because they're just they have no interest in in, mm-hmm. in giving him the opportunity to so uh, it's uh it's definitely an interesting thing to see um you know and it's I'm I'm kind of okay with it uh you know I'm 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 not opposed to just starting with at the twenty five each each time you know it's one thing if you're if you're down or need a spark, then you wish they would kick it to him. But, um, but kind of reducing that variance and just letting, you know, letting the offense do its thing is also good. So, I mean, it's kind of like an intentional walk though, because you can't stop the other team. And I mean, weather conditions might stop them, but you know, that you can't stop the team from giving you the 25 yard line touchback. Right. Yep. So, so it's, uh, you know, if if you're not happy with an intentional walk, well, there's no there is no better choice. You can swing and miss if you want. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Just go ahead and you know take it. So I think it's it's the right choice, and and not running it out of the end zone is the right choice as well. In, unless you are again down and need a spark or, or need that high variance uh, play, you know, just just taking the knee and taking it from the twenty five is uh, is the right play. So, all right. Um, my next set of numbers is, a. there are four numbers here, uh, looking ahead towards the, the game, uh, against Tampa, um, 76, uh, 0.5%, 65.4%, 58.3%, and 47.4%. So a lot of numbers, so I'll walk through them. Uh, so the first one is 76.5% is the red zone touchdown a percentage allowed by the Tampa Bay defense. Hmm. So that's second worst in the NFL. So they've that's percentage of times when the opposing offense gets in the red zone, the percentage of times that they, they score. So uh, over, over three out of four times for, uh, for the Tampa Bay defense, that's up to 83.3% over the last three weeks. So they, they had not been performing well in the red zone uh, for comparison. Uh, Baltimore's defense is sitting at 65.4%. So, you know, still not great either, but they have uh, dropped it down to 58% over the last three weeks. So Baltimore is going the right direction, at least. Um, On the other side of the ball, Baltimore's offense is scoring uh, in the red zone, scoring touchdowns in the red zone on 58.3% of the drives, uh, but only 40% over the last three weeks. So really not doing... Uh, what they need to in the red zone uh, when Baltimore is on the offense Um, as well for Tampa, 47.4% when they're on offense. So that's even worse Uh, and 30% over the last three weeks. So, um, so both defenses, not great on um, in the, in the red zone, both offenses, not great. Um, But Baltimore's defense 
has gotten better over the last couple of weeks. So this is really what I'm hoping can be kind of a, a, a get right game and get the Ravens on track for offense and fix the red zone scoring, take advantage of that re- weak red zone defense and knock, knock in some touchdowns and get kind of the momentum and uh, you know, the feel good for red zones, which I think can kind of play a difference. And then, and hopefully on, on the defensive side, they can continue their red zone improvement and, uh, and, and keep Tampa Bay out of it. So. Yeah, that would certainly help. They, they, they do need to be much more efficient in the red zone period. Um, I think there are reasons to believe they might, and that kind of dovetails into my next stats. I'm just going to jump right into that, which is 2.18 minus 0.8% and 6.9%. So the 2.18, the Ravens are allowing 2.18 points per drive. That's 23rd in the NFL, not where they want to be. They still have a plus you know, net points per drive. They're, they're scoring more than they're giving up. But if you look at defensive DeVoa, that is minus 0.8%, 12th in the league. So they have an above-average defense. And by, by the way, minus is good on defense. You, you want to be a low-scoring uh, defensive unit, and you and you uh, being minus is good. The good Ravens teams in the past have been oftentimes minus 20 and even minus 30%, um, certainly depending on the year. <clears throat> but 12th in the league and above-average is a lot better than the Ravens were doing in the, at the beginning of the year. The difference um, between the 23rd and 12th based on the points per drive and, and, and uh, where they are in terms of DeVoa is the schedule. Primarily they played the NFL's most difficult offensive schedule to date. So all of the, the fact that the cornerbacks have been burned already, I mean, they've been burned by a bunch of guys like Tua and uh, uh, Josh Allen and uh, uh, Burrow, who's now playing pretty well, who, who've all done well uh, generally versus the league this year. So it's good to see the defense, the Ravens defense come around. Um, you know, we've had time to reflect on those Giants and Jets teams. They're not quite as as bad as we thought they would be, certainly. Uh, you know, both uh, giving New York something to root for. The Ravens' remaining schedule for the year, and this is aggregate, both sides of the ball, negative 2.7% DeVoa, 27th in the NFL. So uh, you can like the Ravens because you think they're good, and you can like the Ravens' chances because you think their schedule is pretty easy the rest of the way. And uh, I'm hoping both of those will play a factor, that it won't just be that the Ravens are as good as they've been so far. I I think we honestly want them to be better than they've been so far, but also that that really shows out in spades against the opponents that they'll face uh, down the stretch. And they really are poised poised to win some games, I believe. Yeah, I definitely think so. I think, uh, you know, this this matchup is going to be tough, but um, after that you get – get a little bit of a, uh, a break on some of these opponents and hopefully the Ravens don't play down to them and they uh, continue to improve and, uh, and build upon uh, good performances. So uh, my next set of numbers is, is talking about some of that, uh, you know, that opponent um, weaknesses, a negative 0. 0.275, 23.2 and 64.4. So negative 2.75 is the EPA per play on run plays by Tampa Bay. So that's uh, the worst in the NFL. Wow. Um, and, and the second worst is negative 1.89. So it is significantly <laughs> the worst. Um, uh, th- they're still running at a de- decent percentage of their plays. They're running about 20 plays per game. So it's not nothing, um, uh, which, you know, 
you may think that with uh, the wide receivers they have and, and Tom Brady and the terrible run game that they might just be like, mm, we're not doing that anymore and just uh, pass, but uh, they're sticking with it. Um, they're averaging uh, 3.2 yards per running play, which obviously, again, is, is worse than the NFL. Uh, and, and so 64.4 yards per game. Um, and with, since 1970, it's the lowest yards per game um, if it were on, on a season. So the lowest yards per game for a full season was the Chargers back in 2000 uh, with 66.4. So this is wow. two yards below that. So uh, really a, a historically bad run game for uh, for Tampa Bay. And it, it hasn't gotten better. Since week three, they've averaged 45.4 yards per game hmm. w- with 2.7 yards per rush. So um, they're... <laughs> it'll be interesting how the defense um you know uh reacts to that but that is something to kind of um hopefully make you feel a little bit better with uh with Campbell out you know at least they're facing one of the league's worst run games so that'd be interesting I definitely want to see them activate an- another defensive lineman for this game I don't want to see them try and play this with four even though Tampa Bay appears very vulnerable to to uh, uh, you know the kind of team that wouldn't necessarily take advantage of the fact that you had only four defensive linemen active. Let me put it that way yep. with that run game. Yep. All right, my last number. I, I needed a Tom Brady number, and I found this, and I'm really surprised by this. And once in a while, you just you, you find something. Tom Brady has 34 career roughing the passers drawn in 242 games, according to NFLPenalties.com. That is 0.37 RTP flags per 100 pass attempts. Shocked to find this, but of quarterbacks who have played 2009 to 2022, at least 40 games, there are 62 quarterbacks who meet that standard. He is 49th in rate of RTP flags per 100 attempts. Would never guess that. Uh, Josh Allen now appears to be the queen of getting lots of those uh, flags. In fact, he had 11 in 2021, which is a third of what Brady's drawn over this entire uh, 13, 14 year period. So uh, pretty, pretty astounding. So the leader in RTP per 100 pass attempts, uh, somebody you might not, might not guess it's RG three with 1.24. It's a fairly small sample size, 15 RTPs and 54 uh, it's actually 56 career games, but uh, uh, still uh, fairly surprisingly a surprising player to to have it. Yeah, that's definitely an, an interesting um, you know ranking when you think about uh, you know how you know, Brady would have gotten that call or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I think it, th- there can be reasons for it. I think he he is a a quick drop. Uh, quarterback and by that I not not quick you know three-step drop I mean more curl up into a ball you know when there's pressure mm-hmm. drop <laughs> so less likely to get a good good uh good smash on Brady than you are uh, Josh Allen for example who, who will stand in there tough so um so I think there are some some causes for that but I, I do think that'll be interesting and and uh, hopefully we won't see any of those uh additions to that number this week because uh that you know we don't want to <laughs> give them any sort of sparks so 
Um, my last set of numbers is a 3.23% and 8.33%. So 3.23% is the QB sack percentage uh, for the Tampa Bay offense. Um, it's the second best in, in the league this year um, behind uh, only the Chargers. Uh, Ravens, for, for comparison, is 6.11%, which is ranked 20th. Uh, on the other side of the ball, uh, 8.33% is the QB sack percentage for the Tampa Bay defense, which is third best. Um, and it, and for comparison, the Ravens, again, is, a, is 6.67%, which is 12th. So, you know, they are very good at, at not taking sacks, which I think is, you know, Tom Brady getting the ball out quick, throwing it away. Uh, their offensive line is decent. Um, so a lot of reasons. And then on the other side of the ball, they have been extremely good at, at, at getting pressure and getting the sacks. Uh, the inter- interesting thing to note is uh, out of their 22 sacks, they have 11 players with a sack. So hmm. uh, it's not like one guy that you're going to double team all, all, um, you know, all game. Their sack leader is, is Vita Vea. Uh, so that'll be another test for uh, Tyler Linderbaum, who's been kind of, facing murderer's row of uh of interior defensive linemen so far this year um and then devin white also has three and antoine winfield jr uh, has three and um, luckily he'll be out this week so it's an interesting mix of nose tackle linebacker and safety being your leading three guys on uh on sacks so it's very very unusual that there wouldn't be anyone at the edge who would who would be uh among those leaders uh, yeah, big big game for Linderbaum here. Obviously, this week it's a tough matchup for him. Uh, Ravens need to need to find a way to tire Vea. In my opinion, probably the run game is is a good way to try and get it started. Yep. Uh, but he's got to be on the field for a lot of consecutive snaps, and hopefully, the Ravens will be able to do some of the things uh, with the run game that were effective against the uh, against the Browns. Yep, absolutely. All right. Outstanding show again, my friend. Always a pleasure to do it with you. Tell folks where they can find you on Twitter. Yeah, reach out on Twitter. It's a D-P-R-E-E-S and then the number eight. Uh, just uh, reach out. Happy to talk Ravens or, or anything. You know, this is going to be an interesting week with a lot of uh, a lot of trades going on. So, you know, that's going to be a, a hot topic for sure. So. When is the trade deadline? 31st? Uh, the first, I think. But yeah. The first. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Outstanding. Other folks out there, if you'd like to do a film study short, hit hit us up. Uh, uh, DM on Twitter, always open. Love to hear from you. I'll get right back to you. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, go take a look at the YouTube video with um, uh, Aaron Schatz of Football Outsiders. It talks about Tucker's career. It's one of the ones I just really want to plug because I thought it was a lot of fun and shows that his games in the league played to date already probably make him the greatest kicker of all time without any additions. It would be kind of like Babe Ruth having the all-time home run record at age 32 or whatever Tucker is right now, as opposed to, you know, having it later. In, in truth, I think Babe Ruth probably had it when he was about 22. He had the all-time home run record, but uh, uh, still very impressive and a, and a, uh, uh, a, a big deal that, that Tucker has been so great. And an interesting conversation with, with Aaron, who's uh, really a founder of the analytics field. And it was great to have him on as a guest. Dan, thanks again for coming on. Yeah, my pleasure. And I'll talk to you next time on Film Study.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.